0: And welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode two twenty one. I'm Chuck, and I'm Todd, and I know how to do intros properly.
1: Good job. We're all very proud of you. In other news, <laughs> Bandit go boom.
0: <laughs> what? Bandit go boom. Bandit go boom. Boom. Good boom or bad boom?
1: Bad boom. Bad boom. Bad boom. Like snooze. The kind of the kind of boom that results in you really quickly taking your laptop and your lunch out of the sidecar and putting it into the Vespa because there's no way you can possibly troubleshoot this right now. So okay, let's talk about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome to War on Those. Let's talk about how our shit doesn't work.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like I need to stop doing this show though. Because what? I feel like there's some sort of like the, wheel nerds is creating this law of conservation of brokenness. <laughs> and now that you've got some pretty reliable bikes on your hands, like it seems to all be coming to me. Not tempting fate. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All all of it all of it seems to be flowing
0: directly to me. Well, I mean, I can't ride the, H- the busa right now because my seat is with the uh, black s- label, black stitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who we will have on the show? Yep, so who we will get on the show when she's done with the seat. Fantastic. Um.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really have many problems. Okay. Well, good for you. That must feel nice. <laughs> it must be pleasant. This. <laughs> this is me now in the place you were when. <laughs> shit was breaking so what happened so i i, I the vespa like i know the vespa's running great right i i redid the whole drive line on the vespa and it took like three hours yeah. like if you're thinking of working on a vespa go and watch robots videos like next time i'm in san diego i'm totally going to vespa motors the scooter west people there okay they're freaking awesome their okay. videos are amazing oh. great descriptions the whole bit oh wow okay um i'm working on getting one of their tools replaced because it's a great tool and it works well but it looks like mine had a sketchy weld so whatever. Okay. Um. Anywho, um, so I redid the whole Vespa's driveline. Vespa's running just fucking great. I got someone in town who has never seen snow, so I figured we'll plunk him in the sidecar and take him up little Cottonwood and go ride up the tram to Snowbird.
0: Sorry, my phone went off.
1: I'm not professional. Damn it, Chuck. I am Maybe all kinds of bad. Maybe you can make all your shit stop making noise. I'm trying. All of your fucking gizmos. I have, I have needs. Uh-huh gizmo noise making needs i'm connected to things
2: boop, boop,
0: boop. this is
1: an interconnected world yes so i hear
0: <laughs> just because you're in a blank because just because we're literally in a blanket fort right now
1: yes we are we are disconnecting from the world in our blanket fort i see no, that's part of the the joy Wait, of the don't, show
0: don't we talk to a guest shit <laughs>
1: So, anyway, I'm going to pull out the bandit, and it's, you know, like I put it on the charger last night. Yep. And I take it out and turn the key, and I'm like, okay, good. It turned on, you know, everything, all the lights turn on. So, have you been having battery problems before? Yeah. So, I've had a couple of oddball battery things going down with the bandit. Okay. I had the thing where the cable was pulling out, but I soldered that and squared that away. Oh. Um, where it just where the big cable was pulling out of its thing. So, that's yeah. not really the battery's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the vibrate as hell bandit's fault and me not soldering it the first time. Okay. Mistake. Noted. <laughs> and then the battery, the batteries died once on me. Um, okay. Well, I figured like, I, I don't know what was going on. I was figuring like, maybe the bandit is pulling from it. Like there's a, a kind of a, a gentle pull as just, it were.
0: Like there's a, just a leech.
1: Yeah. Charged. Something's, something's vampiring it. Yeah. And you're like the Strom would do it over time because it had the clock that was on <laughs> and all that. And I was thinking like, maybe it was the bandit's clock. And then the other day I realized the bandit's clock turns off and the keys off. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be, be that but it doesn't quite fit right yeah it could be something else something else is afoot so i uh, i go i i'm like okay whatever we'll take it out today and we'll deal with it turn the key and i go and push the start button and it goes pow just as soon as you push start as soon as i push start there's like the sound of the engine beginning to turn and then it goes pow and like it's a sound from like the back right like over in the vicinity of the tail of the sidecar so and, and everything not, goes dark not from the bike not from the bike okay and everything's dark everything's dark and nothing is on and i'm like were you, were you on fire? Uh, no. Then that's not as impressive. No, I I, I, <laughs> I turned the key off and I turn it back on you because know, you got to do that just to see if something's going to happen.
0: Just like you got to click the tongs.
1: Yeah, exactly. You click the tongs just in case. Yep. Well, nothing happened. Which was frustrating. Do you, do you frustrating. click
0: the tongs and the tongs explode? Is that what I, happens to you?
1: Um, apparently, I shouldn't. <laughs> click, click, boom. <laughs> uh, this got awkward. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was bad. And when you when you rolled up and found me out back, I was pulling the whole thing apart. Yeah, you're pulling the battery out. Yeah, pulling the battery out just to see what was going on, because the fuses were all intact. And, mm-hmm. You know, But I, I tested, the first thing I did is check the voltage on the battery, uh, which was nope. It uh, <laughs> was the measured voltage of oh, nope. Uh, so clearly not right. Clearly not right. So I pull the thing out, which is a pain in the ass because of where it is and because the battery's freaking enormous. And uh, it has two volts. And I'm sitting there looking at it, and there's weird, like kind of like ashy-looking kind of shit on the uh-huh. inside. Like there's there's some mysterious shit about the inside. Uh-huh. Like something's not right. in there. Something is gooed up the little yeah. rag that's in there and all that. And uh, then I notice as I'm standing there looking at the battery that it's not like perfectly square.
0: Well, plus you started saying your hand hurt.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I touched the gunk inside, my hand started to burn. Okay. Um, so I was like, that's bad. <laughs> went and washed that off. Um, but uh, and yeah, the battery it's still, like, has mildly like a bulgy, itchy. bulgy sides. And the battery has bulgy sides in one of the cells. Um, both sides of the same cell. So clearly, um, yeah. Something went boom. Something went boom is what it seems to have done. So so now I have the sad bandit sitting all by itself. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking I may see if the old Strom battery... Well, I'll do one of two things. One, I will put the old Strom battery back into the actual internal battery casing of the bandit, the bike. Uh huh. Two, I will get some extra padding to put around the Strom battery in the outboard uh, battery casing and just fucking bolt the thing into there. Mm-hmm. Um, probably actually do the second because then I don't have to take anything apart. Right. And I'm sure a second battery won't explode. Well, if it does, then I know something's <laughs> wrong with the bike, right? Or possibly my charging. That's a good, positive way to look at it. Yeah. you're spinning it.
0: You're like, fa- n- now it's a symptom. I can troubleshoot from that symptom yeah. of exploding. Now, batteries. now
1: I can reproduce the problem, Chuck. Dear Google. This is how you know I work in software. Because I'm like, I don't need it to work. I just need it to fail repeatedly. <laughs> the way I want it to. Just consistently fail. That's fine. <laughs> now it's just a bug. <laughs> I can fix that. I know do with those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that the, the the that that pow is really the essence of why i made sure that i had like a nice battery box and stuff in the back there that was you know all enclosed and all yeah that. yeah because you know yeah, yeah yeah that's scary yeah but yeah. better that it
0: happened at home
1: oh totally better yeah. that it happened at home <laughs> i mean at work would have been i, w- I could have lived with that work you know i've been like well that's inconvenient but i'll just park it here and whatever yeah. As opposed um, to, like, the off-ramp on Redwood Road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Redwood Road off-ramp would have been a really bad thing. It also would have made me conclude I need to find a different way to get to the range, because clearly that ramp is cursed. <laughs> clearly. I get, get on, I go to turn off on the ramp, and the bike starts making noise, and it sounds like...
0: <laughs> well, it's, a, it's an odd numbered year, Todd, so mm. I
1: should be in the clear. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, the tiki's <laughs> this is my year for the Tiki. Oh, We even have two Tiki's on the desk, and it's not working. Two Tiki's, yeah. It's it's just not...
0: We don't have the stickers anymore, though.
1: No, well, the stickers went with the blown-up Strom. Yeah. Maybe we need to Tiki stickers. My, mine went with the build that blew up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There's a trend there. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't put Tiki stickers on things. <laughs> Maybe the evil Tiki is just haunted by this and decides that it's time to extra I mean, you know, like, start some shit. It's like a lure. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a Tiki lure. Oh, this is mine. I should use this. Thank, thankfully for, for all of that, the Vespa is a fucking tank. Okay. I cool. mean, even with the clutch doing all the weird crazy ass noises it was doing when yeah. we were at the thing, like yeah. thing rode home. No problem. Yeah. Ran great until I could deal with it a month later. <laughs> like that thing is a tank. Well, that's good. It's good to have at least one. You want one tank? I need. I need one reliable machine at all times. <laughs> if I, if the second one isn't as reliable, eh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking probably what I can do is I can just drop the Strom battery in the in the thing and call it good. Yeah, it should. I don't see why not. Mm-mm. I mean, I'll just I'll get to, I'll do actually what I did do to, uh, to reinforce the area around the old battery, which is I got like old back armor. Okay. Um, such as I would use in a in a suit if I used back armor in a suit yeah. and sliced it up into the right size pieces. Okay. And it works as a good battery pad. And hopefully it's not a repeatable problem. Re- hopefully the exploding problem. battery does not happen again. If yeah. it does, then something might be wrong with, I guess, the Bandit's charging system? Because like I'm harness? not, like, drawing a... Yeah, I mean, I'm like, well, the harness is still pretty much the same harness. There's no yeah. custom anything on it apart from like a battery tender pigtail and a freaking okay. like jacket runner okay um i think Could no made a connection to the sidecar the sidecar is fiberglass okay it doesn't conduct shit huh i don't know it's weird right yeah i mean the the things i was thinking about i was thinking the same thing i'm like maybe it grounded out on something and got hot i'm like on what yeah, yeah. you know the cables the cables i'm running to the sidecar fucking mother like bastard 10 gauge or like 8 gauge like they're not going to heat up no they're not going to fucking heat up those things those things are probably better freaking antennas than they are anything else <laughs> i mean because it's well the, the distance is you know like five six feet i figured we'll just err a little on the side of big and also that was the size that fit the little ends i had so <laughs> and that that's what i had
0: <laughs> and also that was what
1: was it. No, i actually went and bought those cables all right but I, want, I wanted them to be good and strong, so that if I like kicked them or hit them with the a yeah. tool, they wouldn't get trashed. Right. You know like, what you'd expect. Right. So yeah, I uh, bandit went boom. Okay. But well, I you, think it's a solvable boom. You're down to the Vespa. I'm down to the Vespa, which is not the end of the world. No, I've been riding the shit out of that thing. All right. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Although sometimes I wonder, like, I worry, like, because my wife has already said, like, when I get the fuel next year. She's like, well, so are you going to sell the Vespa? I'm like, yeah. She's like, of I could ride it. Oh. I'm like, yeah. yeah. But what if I want to ride the Vespa? If she's riding the Vespa. I'm going to need Let her ride more Vespas. I'm going to need a whole bunch of Vespas. A, a fleet of Vespas? A fleet of Vespas. Like, I don't know, this person. So this is a fleet of Vespas in the Charlotte area. Vespa collection one dollar. I can afford that. <laughs> Let it be known that's a trap. Mm-hmm. One of our all for sale. One are all for, our, for sale. One our all for one for all. One one or all. Maybe that's intended to be an or. One or all for sale. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nineteen seventy-seven P two hundred PX two hundred E gray for nineteen hundred dollars. If it runs really well, maybe. A 1980 PX200E white new engine, $2,800. Better be a brand fucking new engine with upgraded suspension, maybe. 1963 Allstate Vespa, very fast, $1,300. 1967 gold, 150 super $3,500. 1961 pink, 150, $2,500. 1967, Uh, 150 super red, $2,500 circus sidecar. 1979 (laughs) PX 200 E painted at factory in Italy, $4,500. No email or checks. I'm just going to throw this out. All Vespas are painted at the factory in Italy. I don't think you get to get extra money for that. I'm going to throw this out. Somebody died. Maybe here's the thing about the somebody died theory. Although I, I I see where I see why you would go with that. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not nuts, but here's the problem with that. They know way too fucking much about these. You think? Yeah. You don't think they just copied that off of list? I guess it could be. I mean, this is a pretty cool goddamn fleet. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, they all look beautiful. They all look like they're really well kept in good condition. Um, the one with the sidecar looks like, uh, not a great sidecar setup, honestly. Um
0: he's got your taste in paint. (laughs) Mismatched. (laughs)
1: With parts that look like they were all from different He stuck some blue onto the scooter so that you could tie the sidecar. There you go. Now now it's all tied together. (laughs) See, there's some silver, it matches, everything's great. Um I gotta say the dark red one looks pretty fucking
0: hot. I kinda like the the blue one in the middle.
1: Yeah, the blue one with the funky front fairing.
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
1: I'm. I'm. Uh, I will be honest. I'm a little disappointed that there isn't like a yellow orange uh, super sport 180. Uh uh-huh. um, Only because that's the one I would want with a big pillow sticker on the front.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, bass guitar with an inexplicable pull start on the back. Uh-huh. I think that'd be a good, a good addition to my modern yeah. lifestyle. Really? Yep. Okay. Maybe if it, <laughs> also, if it could fly uh, through space, that would be good too. <laughs> Apparently, this is an anime you haven't seen. Guess not. Wow, Chuck, you have homework. I am. You have a lot lost. of
0: work. Oh yeah, I've never watched that. I don't even know how to say that.
1: Is it fully Cooley? Yes. Okay. I've never watched fully cool. Jesus, Chuck. I can't believe you've never watched. it. It's like one of my favorites, one of my all-time favorites. Uh-huh. So if I could get, if I could get a Vespa that looked just like Haruko's Vespa, I'd be all over that.
0: Is shit. that where the Vespa thing comes from? Because of this anime?
1: Not, not exclusively. I think they're <laughs> cool to begin with, but I have to say that the it being there is pretty, pretty entertaining. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely one of the high points of it. <laughs> yes. Nerd. <laughs> You're calling me a nerd? What? it takes one to know one. Nerd. So I, I guess you must be right then. <laughs> okay. Nerd. But yeah, you know, if one, if one of those showed up, I'd be like, yes. Occasionally one does show up and, you know, people are like, well, I would restore it to the original, yeah, the original, uh, uh, weird turquoisey Vespa blue. And I'm like, fuck. A you. orange <laughs> with a pillow sticker. <laughs> and I need a base. A base. A Rickenbacker with a pull start. Why does it have a pull start? Nobody knows.
0: Why are you talking like Batman?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Batman doesn't write a best book. Eyebrows. All right, Eyebrows? moving on. You're just going to have to go watch the freaking anime now. <laughs> Well, Project Moped. Welcome to Project Moped, <laughs> the new show about making a da, project da, da, out of a moped. Da, 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 da. And they have the little scenes from the show where it's like, Todd, we're not gonna make the moped in time. <laughs> <laughs> and then Todd throwing a tantrum and,
0: and uh,
2: destroying uh, oil uh, cans, uh, and, uh, You
0: know, some something else. And mm-hmm, then one mm-hmm. of us fires the other <laughs>
1: But then we stand outside and we a look cool in front of the project. moped, And then we hug all manly like manly hug where you have to, you have to hit the other guy while you're hugging. I like this show. This show's got legs. Yeah. Is, <laughs> I'd actually, okay. I gotta be honest. If they had a show where they were like restoring shit bag mopeds into something cool, yeah. I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> Cause you know, uh, most of, most of the shows will be on like, here's whatever's cool. Yep. Yeah. I want to see them be like, here's whatever's not cool, but we're going to make it sort of cool. We're going to try. I like to imagine that this was done by these people. Tell us about it. This is a 2001 Kimco People scooter, which is a pretty
0: decent scooter, by the way. It has a lot of new parts. Mm, one would hope. Biggest problem is I can't get it to run. Oops. It has some type of electrical problem and won't start. Hit it with your base. I don't think I heard a bang from the battery. <laughs> Yet. Here's a list of the extras on this scooter. <laughs> Rebuilt an enhanced motor recently.
1: This has nothing to do with the fact that it won't run at all. We promise.
0: 100%. Harley Sportster tank. Fat Bob leather seat. New battery. Will not explode. <laughs> leather storage
1: bag. Storage bag. Storage bag. Mm-hmm. New carb. Also, 100% <laughs> not the cause of it not running.
0: New LED headlights. And a Garmin GPS, so you know how fast you're going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> False. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, what, the 150. That you, you can get it up to 50, 55. It, this uh, this looks, looks cool. More. I like the way this thing looks. Yeah. So the the thing the thing this person has done is they have turned this people 150 into a pretty legit looking kind of like bobber. Yeah. With drab paint, the Harley seat, the whole bit. Yeah. The tank. The part that baffles me fringe off the handlebars <laughs> and the part, and I'm talking like really confuses me uh-huh. is the, I can't get it to run and it has a new carb. Like why won't it run? Is it too rich? Is it too light? I mean, did your, did your stupid sportster exhaust maybe create zero back pressure? <laughs> I'm just throwing that out. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I guess you could have a big can attached to an itsy bitsy little pipe. Yeah. I yeah. mean the best, but the best, the Vespa's exhaust pipe, and this is a 200, remember, mine is, this is the power wagon Vespa, is about as big around as, like, a sprinkler tubing. Okay. Like, like your sink has about that much flow. Okay. The huh. Sportster muffler is absolute overkill. It does look like it is the little pipe up to the Sportster muffler. Yep. I it, mean. It looks cool. It does. It looks incredibly cool. They've made it look really cool. I don't know why they can't get it to run. Yeah. I am baffled. I'm honestly baffled. So are they.
3: <laughs> well, yeah,
1: but I mean, a a new carb, a new battery. I mean, did he even say how much he wants? Yeah, he wants. He's looking for three hundred. Three hundred. I mean, what the actual fuck? Well, if it won't run. Well, yeah. Okay, that's fair. It won't run, but like it
0: won't run. It's got new headlight, new battery, new carb. He's he's given up.
1: Do it. Do it. Make spark. Do it. Make. <laughs> you know like yeah how's it go of uh, air fuel fire yeah does it have these things there's there's so many questions well I can't get it to run it has some sort of electrical problem and won't start uh uh-huh. okay what? some sort of electrical problem and won't start but it's coming true it's coming clear now what he's jacked up the harness. <laughs> Oh, in in wiring the headlight and the other things, he's just wired himself right out of existence. Oh, yeah, that's him saying, "I cut some wires and I and I like don't 100 percent know what they do, you guys. <laughs> this is really awkward." <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shit,
0: that's really too bad too, because that that's a nice looking project. looks badass. This
1: would be this would be it. now. I will throw out this is not a moped. Okay, it has no pedal assist for power this it's a scooter. scooter and it's a badass looking scooter Yeah. unfortunately it doesn't run because you know there's a bunch of wires that don't go anywhere yep they actually <laughs> just dangle out the bottom i imagine is what's going on here uh,
3: he made sure bad. to get a
1: lots of neat looking pictures you can see also the uh the the riced out car in the background for fun yeah again the pictures tell the story this was his instagram show bike. filter
0: this this was his show bike what's he gonna show him pushing it <laughs> Skitch, skitch, skitch,
1: skitch, skitch, skitch. He, he could just
0: put it on the trailer with all
1: the other Harleys. Oh, and just blend in. Hi, Ted. They just—you know what you do? Actually, this, the cool thing about this bike is you could ride it around Sturgis, but you could also get a free ride to Sturgis. <laughs> so what you do is when they're not looking, you push it up on the Harley trailer, yep. and you like jump in the back of their car. Yeah. and like you know be really quiet so they don't see you in the back of the car and then when they arrive they'll be like what's this bike here and you can be like oh my god they had a baby and you pull it down and you ride away <laughs> hi guys <laughs> the harleys made a baby <laughs> well as you know chuck when a mommy and daddy harley love each other very much or have had too much to drink no keep
0: going this is fascinating <laughs> I'm just curious to see how how much and they steam go, you got. They go
1: this. into a trailer, uh-huh. and how, no one else is around. How, how much? How much? And they go on a very special ride in the trailer. Special ride in the trailer. Uh huh. Okay. That's that's the new term. A no. ride. <laughs> special ride in the trailer. <laughs> if you know what I mean. No idea. Sex.
0: <laughs> Never had it.
1: <laughs> I can prove once, <laughs> just for the record. That's true. With a simple with a simple finger stick, I can prove at least once, <laughs> not more than, that, but yeah, okay. what else, okay, there's got to be something better um so speaking of vespas, here's a <laughs> two thousand nine Vespa automatic motorcycle two fifty yeah, hmm, posting this for my neighbor, please call him with any questions, <laughs> not sure about mileage, mm-hmm. That's uh. This is uh not in fact. What a, is uh, that spot. sign he's got
0: on the ground? Uh,
1: probably is that a for sale sign. I, I don't know. It looks like Oh wait, call. Call
0: <laughs> with a number. With a number.
1: I'm going parts to, of a uh, number. I'm going to observe that that number. Let's see if that number in the picture matches the. Let's do some investigative work.
0: Well, it kind of you Look at the after
1: his name. It does appear to match. Yeah. So. Are you curious what you're looking at, Chuck?
0: Yes, I am. This it is kind of looks like a motorcycle.
1: Yeah, this is actually. I think this is a Leafan. Um, they is, made this one. It's it's actually a scooter, right? Like it's CVT. You can see the is housing.
0: This, is this something from my uh, uh, AutoZone?
1: Uh, no, I think it was actually. I can't. Rem- I'm trying to remember it. It was made to look futuristic. It's a 250 uh, CVT underneath, so it's a scooter underneath. Yeah. And it's got storage in that faux tank space. I think Leafan made. Okay. it uh Chinese company and they were they were selling it I don't know if it was autozone but it was like down in that like tier. V three. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. It's uh it's quite the thing. A yeah. Vespa automatic motorcycle. That, Chuck,
0: um, is
1: not a Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly it's a Vespa. Yeah, no. No, mm-hmm. that that is a that is a see if we can look it up. To the internet. To the internet. Okay, I was wrong. It's not Leafan. It's CF Moto, which is absolutely a totally distinct company and not just a Chinese factory cranking things out. <laughs> I I can say this for sure. Uh huh. Hmm. Well, cool. Um, yes, the CF Moto V3. I remember this. This thing is the strangest looking freaking thing. I wonder how much they are brand new. Oh, Oh, thirty three hundred. Brand spanking new. They were thirty three hundred. It features a built-in MP3 player. Well yeah <laughs> i mean you supply the memory stick yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's basically like a big scooter made to look like a motorcycle yeah they had the and they had the cruiser one that was made to look like a rebel uh-huh. um you know this yeah, so that's you cool could, you could cruise yeah i mean you know whatever and then of course my favorite one is if you go down a little further Oof. there is the cf moto 250 cc fashion scooter the fashion scooter looks suspiciously like a scooter we've seen before yeah suspiciously like a honda helix 250 kind of. almost as though cf moto made parts for honda scooters for several years
0: you know that sounds that sounds paranoid
1: yeah maybe just a teeny itsy bitsy bit you know paranoid uh-huh. yeah like you know one could never possibly assume the chinese would uh, steal would imitate something you know like say a honda helix clearly no which looks nothing at all no, not even a like, little bit. Like the CF Moto. I think
0: the CF Moto is actually shorter than, that, than the Honda. Helix.
1: No, I, I suspect actually that what you're dealing with here is you're dealing with what is probably Honda Helix plant that had a bunch of the tooling and lost to make their
0: these and was like, license.
1: yeah, they lost their license. and They're like, all right then. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to have to replace a bunch of the electronics and things with Chinese-made electronics. Um, but CVTs aren't terribly complicated. We can do this. <laughs> All right, but we got to make it not look like a Honda Helix. Shit! Fuck! We did it wrong. Okay, <laughs> uh, we got to make some other stuff that doesn't look like a Helix. And so it went. Uh huh. Mhm. Interestingly, do you remember when we were talking to Craig Better though? Yeah. He was talking about the Honda Helix as being his favorite base platform for one of his fish bikes. I could see why. Yeah. It's yeah. long. It's low. Yeah. Easy to mount things to. Yeah. A lot of people who had them really liked these things. Okay. Like there's a weird cult following. Now I look at them and I think this is the most effective form of birth control on <laughs> wheels I have ever seen. <laughs> this is this is the quintessential birth control scooter.
0: I don't see why it it looks like a, a getter to me. Because <laughs> you know, I'm
1: smooth with the lady folk smooth little lady folk you're like hop on the back of my honda helix and they're like what's wrong with its nose nothing Uh, everything's good (laughs) it even comes apparently in sexy pink sexy hot pink dude people have modified the helixes holy shit modified holy shit yeah people People are are doing things really modified okay everyone needs to there it is yep it is the Acura bike made on a Honda Helix platform. You knew that had to be there somewhere. Somewhere, it was not a big stretch. Let's yeah, be real. Because the seating position is already perfect. There was, there was. I'm pretty sure there was already a thing where they specifically called out that the Acura bike had Honda Helix as one of its inspirations. Yeah. Which is terrifying <laughs> <laughs> that anything would be inspired by the Honda Helix. But there it is. Clearly, all the Honda Helix needs is a better fairing. <laughs> somebody, somebody somewhere right now is like.
2: They're making fun
1: of my helix. My helix. I go everywhere on my helix. Although you you know right now there's a bunch of these helixes out there like the Honda Pacific Coasts. Yeah. Where the people got it and they're like, yeah, it's kind of dumb and ugly, and they're just riding the shit out of it with a hundred plus thousand miles on it.
0: I'm gonna say that things have gone around enough in a circle mm-hmm.
1: that that look might be kind of cool again. The Honda Helix might be cool again. Yeah implying it was cool before. I mean you gotta give it up for the Honda Helix. It's fucking big, right? The scooters go. Yeah. And this is the original Maxi Scoot.
0: Yeah, this this is uh this is it's the the vin- the hipsters, the vintage folk. Mm-hmm. They're they this is their ride.
1: They've gone through the eighties and they're moving now into, into the, the Honda early Helix 90s. era. Yeah. Yes. Soon now there will be a Helix class. It's coming. We're the Helix Club. Oh, what do you think about the Yamaha Morpheus? It's really ugly. <laughs> you're just jealous of the engine, aren't you?
2: <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> this one went far afield, didn't it? Yeah.
0: Todd, you're just like, oh, I'll take all my clothes off and join you. Mm-hmm. You're my mm-hmm. people. Elsewhere. Elsewhere, we've got a 1978 Honda
1: CB200 T. What's the T stand for? It's T-shaped now? It is kind of T-shaped hmm. or maybe trike. My favorite part is where you can buy
0: this. Uh, normal Illinois lies in this direction. <laughs> Matching frame and motor with title about this 1978 Honda CBT with the intent to convert to a three wheeler. Okay. I got
1: to who converts a 200 CC thing into a three wheeler. This dude. Oh, okay. Continue. Uh,
0: 3,700 miles. Mm-hmm. Project has solved, so I am selling it for parts. The current three wheeler build is shown as it is today. This was stored for years indoors and shows little wear because it wasn't running it at wasn't
1: all. It wasn't going anywhere under its own power.
0: Tank was cleaned and stripped and it has high build primer on it. Mm. It is installed and working great. Apart from if you need anything, this bike was an all original unit with thirty seven hundred miles. Engine starts and shifts, but for some reason we are seeing a little smoke from one <laughs> cylinder. For some reason, all wiring is intact and working. Yay. Wheels, tires, wheels, tires, and brakes—all there. Make offers or buy it all with title less.
1: Hmm. Well, uh, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. That is a cv two hundred. this small. Is Rebel... have more pictures? Yep, there are more pictures.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yep. So the front end looks like it's got two sport bike tires on it. Oh, there's the CB200T before it was ruined. Um. <laughs> uh, maybe he needs a three wheeler. Uh, apparently, I, I don't know. Um, it, this is another one of those ones where it looks like they had a thing in mind and they had some bits lying around and they actually like you know sort of did it. No, mm-hmm. so he's got special fender plans and everything for it. it this is this is a big. This is a big. He's got big plans. Had, had, big had plans. big plans. Now he's just got big tears.
0: Now he's selling it for one thousand two hundred thirty-four dollars.
1: <laughs> yeah, tears, tears. All these projects, I always look at them and I'm like, "There but for the grace of God go I," because <laughs> every once in a while it's easy to get them. Okay, Chuck, we need something more raw, more animalistic, more classy. Classy?
0: A Harley Davidson Ram bike. What? Uh, is that a price or a it, phone number?
1: I don't know. <laughs> it's a seven figure price. Yeah, it's in yen. In yen? Yeah. I don't know. Or did maybe that, I don't know, phone number. Who knows? <laughs> this one off, in quotes, because apparently that's not a thing, custom Harley Chopper was built to exhibit around the U.S. in 2010. This bike has approximately three miles on it. It has only been rode from the trailer into shows. This bike is basically, air quotes, new so like every other harley ever Mm. the theme of the bike is quote mountain majesty or the ram bike which is inexplicably not in quotes (laughs) features include original one-off handcrafted artwork in bronze on the handlebars and bronze figurines this process had never been attempted perfected on a custom build like this comma inexplicably in the industry okay yeah weird yeah Drive trains, a factory one, inch motor, blah, blah, blah. Boring shit, boring shit. Nothing interesting mechanically about it. Uh, it's Custom a- one-off wheels. Mm, yes. Whisper. Ram wheels. Ram Sheep wheels. Do you feel like maybe maybe your bike is not cheap enough? I feel like my bike isn't uh, brass enough. I have an objection. Or copper, copper enough. Yes. Clearly there needs to be more copper on it. Yeah. So the thing I'm thinking, though, <laughs> is I don't know if this copper would last.
0: I, I hope it's not
1: actual copper through, mm. just a copper plate. I just want to note, this bike, quote, blows people's minds, end quote, when they see it. There is nothing like the elegance of this bike. I don't know who wrote the copy for this one, but they're fucking fired. <laughs> just so we're clear.
0: Oh, there, we, there's a price.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a price. 30,000 US dollars.
0: Oh, so he wasn't kidding. $30,000 for a show bike. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: But it's it's the Mountain Majesty's show bike, which is, you know, the sheep themed. They'd be like, no, it's a ram, so it's a sheep. Well, it's a bighorn sheep. Okay, so it's a sheep. Well, round eyes like buckhorns. Yep. That's, I don't think what they meant. <laughs> I'm reasonably certain that's not what it meant. <laughs> round eye like horns. Yeah, just roll with it. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with I don't I don't know uh, that there was a lot of uh yeah the funny thing that I like is it's on the Tokyo Craigslist <laughs> yeah. that's the part that really baffles me like why is oh, it on okay. the Tokyo Craigslist i'm figuring someone will have enough money to buy this and wants to like and ship it because uh, look at the oh it's in Washington yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's on a Tokyo Craigslist but it's in Washington well in fairness if you if you're gonna if you're gonna Buy a thirty thousand dollars show bike with three miles on it that you basically can't do a thing with. This is not a bike owned by people. No, 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 nope. This, this is a bike owned by companies. Yes, it's, it's an interesting look. It's, there it is. There it is. It's just like some sheep company is going to buy this bike and they'll be like, "We're the sheep people, and we have a sheep bike here. It's a custom sheep chopper." Parked in the lobby. And they'll be like, "What does that have to do with sheep?" And they'll be like, "Look, it's all." sheepy don't you see the horns look at the horns sheep themed dumb round <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why they i don't know why they did a a, a close they, they did they did get a sheepskin on the seat so at least they managed to pull that one off yeah but it's the short-haired one like the totally defeats Do we have the a, sheepiness. a better picture of the seat there Yep. so it's it's only it's like, like a suede uh, no it's, it's it's like a it's like the sheepskin or maybe it's real sheepskin but it's the you know the shaved sheepskin yeah as opposed to like long hair one fluffy. like i do to make it all floofy
0: yeah it wouldn't look good
1: i suppose not it would it look strange with, but yeah it would look strange on that bike if floof would be strange i mean it wouldn't be the strangest thing about that bike <laughs> that would have to be the huge ass horns that form the handlebars uh-huh
0: which um go back to a front view of that bike mm-hmm. okay so there's no controls
1: well, no, that's not true. There's a clutch. Okay. And presumably the throttle runs through the handlebar? Maybe? Maybe. The handle horn? Handle horn? That, bar? That, Would a throttle cable work if it went through a triple twist in a horn like that? <laughs> it seems to me like it wouldn't, right? I I have questions. I'm I'm thinking it wouldn't.
0: Because it looks like the cable runs off the clutch down into the
1: yeah yeah because like you couldn't take it through the horn so because right. uh yeah I'm 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 not actually sure how this thing moves yeah. has its own power so when they say rode they actually just meant like pushed a little ways I think <clears throat> or they just like turn the idle way up high and just like... <laughs> yeah that that seems likely that's. That's what's going on here. So many questions. There's a lot of there's a lot of lot of questions here.
0: Uh, Um, Much questioning. I'm going to presume it's not street
1: legal. I'm guessing no. Yeah. So So, yeah. The conspicuous lack of a front brake of any kind uh, springs to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Or does it have any brake? uh, I don't know. Let's examine the back wheel. The back Uh, wheel does appear to be equipped with a brake. There's a brake. Now it's really shiny, and (laughs) I'm just (laughs) going to be the one to say this. If a brake disc is really shiny, that's bad.
0: They had to polish that brake. disc. Oh, Lord. <laughs>
1: it doesn't get shined like that naturally. You know, nothing will actually stick to it. You know, but including looks, brake pads. It looks good. They shine the brake pads, too. It's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> looks great.
0: So when they ride this into a trailer, the trailer has 20 pillows stacked <laughs> in the it, front. <laughs> no. no.
1: <laughs> There's sheep in the front. A couple drag lines. man <laughs> 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 Nice, soft landing in the sheep. Ah. You got blood all over my bike again. As opposed to the pan pan, which is designed so you can carry a sheep on the back of it, this one is designed to be carried with sheep. Uh-huh. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Makes sense.
0: Okay. 30 grand.
1: Yep. I'm, I'm a
0: little sketch on that. Should we know who Dan Bell is? Uh, no. He signed to add like we should know. I don't know. All right. Me neither. Someone will tell
1: is us. You, I don't know. Who knows? Speaking of people we might know, people we might know, let's talk to the good folks at Helite. Okay, so we're
0: on with Zach from Max Moto, the U.S. distributor for Helite,
3: right? Correct. Hey, I got it all right. Yay!
0: Are you still alive, Zach? <laughs> have, have you? Has any stabbing commenced?
3: No, no, I'm um, I'm okay. Zach is um, talking
1: to us at great I think I have, personal. I think I, have
3: cl- I think I have clearance. Yeah.
1: Good. Good. So, so Zach helped us uh, get some of the new Helite <coughs> Turtle V2 vests. Turtle uh, two, right? Yeah. Tur- Turtle two, Turtle yeah. V2. What's the right way to
3: say it? I I think Turtle two rolls off the tongue. That is the official term okay. for it. It's it's simply an update from the original Turtle model sure. that we've had for about the last five years. So yeah, it's about time for for an update to the most popular Helite item that we have. So, so talk to us about
1: the things that were different about. I mean, what, what, did they deliver, what did they set out to do with the update? What was kind of the key thing they were trying to yeah. get out of it?
3: I, I think the update is aimed at just a modernization of it, hmm. which means a little bit more of a, of a slick, um, you know, updated look.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, the cut is, is, is similar, um, but what they did were two things that were cosmetically based. One was they added two panels in the front which can seal these straps as well as the CO2 cartridge little beauty for pens. deploying the vest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it makes it makes the front, you know, one seamless sort of image as opposed to looking like a life vest.
1: I'll be honest, I kind of miss the CO2 cartridge being on the outside cuz people were like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm like, <laughs> "That's the CO2 cartridge," and I tell them about it.
3: That That's the risky run when you try to try to make something a little bit more mainstream, you know. Mhm. It, it, it doesn't immediately communicate to somebody what it is as opposed to when you see that CO2 cartridge, you're like, oh, this must be some sort of safety mechanism.
0: Yeah, Todd has started just super gluing CO2 cartridges all around his heli. It seems reasonable.
3: <laughs>
1: I don't want people <laughs> to think somebody, I'm like, not yeah. a huge dork. <laughs>
3: That's great. I, I mean, I can't, I can't say it will help with being safe. Well, I'm looking at the, the
0: new vest, and we've got the, the old vest, too, and I was just wondering... Did it have the same pocket? Nope. Um, no, no, okay. no.
1: So the the no. The yeah. high viz had like a beauty yeah. panel, uh, so you had more hi vis over where the straps attached, yeah. where yours doesn't. Um, yeah. but yeah. yeah, the the new one seems to have a little pocket there in the front, which yeah. is a little foggy yeah. on what it's for. Oh, but I
0: stuck uh, another canister
3: well, into that. Oh, yeah, that was that's the second front of the the little aesthetic update that they have for it. So is that they added spare. a little bit more of like a yeah, utilitarian sort of pocket, so you get your mm-hmm. ID in there, maybe registration change for the for the toll or whatnot. But all yeah, of my and, weed. You know, that, hey, listen, in California, it's totally legal as well as in other states, so guess. <laughs> Whatever you want to carry in that pocket is yeah, it's up to you.
1: <laughs> Some sort of legal party favor.
3: I really like how, how sure.
0: l- yes. less noticeable the best was
1: when you're wearing it. Yeah, that was to me to me the big Difference was the comfort level, like night and freaking day. It is a very different comfort level. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
3: it, it probably has something to do with that neoprene collar. Oh yeah, that they oh, installed the the on the new on the version two. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean because essentially, the the, the the what can what constitutes the vest is the same. It's six hundred and a thousand e Cordura. Um, so all the ingredients are the same. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one thing that I guess they they were able to do is with that neoprene collar, just kind of instead of giving you the option to pull it away or kind of get it out of your way, it's softer, so it just feels like maybe nothing is is hanging yep. around your shoulders, which is kind of the feedback you guys are giving me. So
1: yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you in all in all honesty, the uh, that Velcro around the sides of the collar was the worst freaking thing on the turtle. Like if you have a beard, that Velcro was just trouble brewing. Mm-hmm. Turn your head quickly yeah, with a the beard.
3: Oops. Yeah. There was an issue. Yeah, there was an issue with like the when they put that when they installed that. It was it, this was I was not with the, the company yet, but um I know that they had an issue with it where they had the hard bristles on the bottom, and the soft bristles on top. So if you didn't have it pulled away, yeah, it was kind of begging any <laughs> sort of facial hair at the bottom of your helmet to kind of grab it. They, they remedied it, you know. And designed and
0: by dudes who did with, not have beards.
1: Yes, I, 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 hope, <laughs> I hope the new one was designed by at least some, some bearded people.
3: I, I believe it was. A bearded uh, I lady. Have not, I've not met the, the designer, but one of the engineers I know does. So.
1: Okay, good. So there were some beard yeah. focus
3: groups. Thank God. <laughs> we gotta, you know, you got to cover all the bases.
0: How long have you been with the company?
3: Uh, so it's been about two years. That i have been the the brand manager, Sweet. Uh, for Helight Moto, yeah. So it's it's been a while, but I mean before that, I had worked in in capacity for Max Moto, uh, you know, doing other things for the company. So oh, okay. you know, I was I was pretty well versed in in the turtle and, and Helite products when I came aboard.
1: So uh, which what what do you wh- which uh, which Helite vest do you wear? Are you a high vis man or a leather
3: or a black? <laughs> Yeah, I'm a leather guy, and I'm also old school. So it's like when they came out with that custom leather vest, I was uh, I was on that like a bum and a bologna sandwich. Uh, it's it's I, I wear I usually wore a leather vest and a leather jacket all the time anyway. Uh-huh. So it was a no-brainer, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like the leather stuff that he like makes. If you if you guys have never seen it, at one of our dealers or like you know had a had a firsthand uh, interaction with it, yeah. it's pretty incredible. Like they. They source the leather from particular places. It's all made in France. It's very, very nice. And this is coming from somebody who's had at least seven leather vests his entire riding, or leather, leather jackets up. or vests his entire career. So. What do you ride? Uh well, I'm a little bit ashamed to say it right now because I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but uh, it's a 2004 uh, Fat Boy. Oh, Harley. Yeah. He, yeah, I, yeah, my Fat Boy's uh, got a
1: certain a certain. Certain lovability about it, though. No.
3: There's a little bit of a story with the bike. So my buddy of mine was selling it um, back in Ohio. That's where I'm from. And he had taken, you know, massive care of this thing. He had, you know, show chromed it. He it out uh, to, you know, to 1415 and now it's a 1550. And he, all the bells and whistles, but nothing crazy. No, no giant fairings, anything like that. Like really comfortable, good, good engine. I know all the guys who did the work. So he was selling it, and he he was selling it to me for a song. So I flew out there and then rode it back. So I can't seem to shake it. I mean, prior to that, it was a Gixxer 750 was the bike before as well. I had an XR 650R, some R6s. I had an R6 track bike, and that's I, a big I, swap I, I for you. A, <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, i I've kind of run the gamut. Uh, I mean, being in the motorcycle industry for a very long time now. Um, yeah, I've been able to ride a lot of different motorcycles. I, I, I tend to go with speed bikes, uh, just for the track and for things like that. I, re- I really enjoy that stuff. Uh, so there's, it's a little bit of a change. That's why I'm a little bit self-conscious about always talking about the Harley. Cause it's never glowing. People want you to really, when they find out you ride a Harley, they, they're waiting for you start, to start like and talk a- start
1: talking about it. Like <laughs> you're talking about your kids or like, I go out in the garage occasionally and lick it
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, got so this
2: it's, chrome skulls. Kind of chrome <laughs> yeah, fiery I
3: mean, skulls. They do require you to, like, you should have a beard. If you ride a Harley and you don't have a beard, there's something wrong. Like, Or if you, again, if you don't gloat or or glow about this thing, you know, I can see it on people's faces too when I talk about it. And I'm not shouting from the rooftops.
1: Yep. And like, they're they're kind of that. upset that they're not.
3: <laughs> they're, yeah. Their entertainment value goes down. I'm like oh, I don't care. If you're not oh. excited about it, I'm not excited about it. So
1: <laughs> it's just a bike yeah. he likes to ride. That's boring.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty much. Have you much. noticed like if a lot of cruiser guys are adopting the, the leather heli? How How's that? Yes. How's the uh, leather compared to the textile?
3: Well, uh, I mean the price point's a little bit different. It's a little bit more expensive. Obviously, yeah. you're getting two things at once as well. So you know, the turtle, it's it's a safety vest. And it's something that can with all of your gear, so it's more like utilitarian. But with their integrations of the leather jackets and the adventure jackets and stuff, yeah, you're getting you're getting two things. So the price point's a little bit different. That's that's the main the main thorn about it. However, the quality and what you realize you are actually getting with it is is pretty incredible. So um, the guy, like you know, the cruiser guys, there was a lot of ridicule at first sure and i as as a person who kind of purveys pervades all of the social media and all of our interaction with uh with the rider community it's impressive because guys will maybe bash it who are they don't they don't understand it and then people will swing into the comments and correct them as other harley riders as other cruiser riders mm-hmm. so it's really it's really interesting that the community is Correcting its its members if they if they kind of ridicule it at first, so hmm. it's kind of nice to see.
1: Are you seeing a lot more sales of the leather one, or is the textile still kind of the go to? I mean, what's what's the big seller?
3: What, who's the, who's your yes. customer? <laughs> well, you know the the main the main demographics are you know people from the age of thirty five to veteran riders up into people up into the seventies. a pretty big demographic, and it's, it's male female. Uh, the turtle vest is the is the entry point that's the one that everybody knows that's the one that's most iconic it's It's the one that when they see it they know what it is they've seen it you know either on the internet or somebody else has got it mm-hmm. so that's still that's still the big that's still the big one but yeah the the custom leather vest and the and the leather jacket the roadster uh has gained a lot of ground and it's it's yeah the sales have really increased with that like i said you know it's the community. Once it hit, once there were people that I guess were respected in the community or they're at least active, yep. once they kind of hopped on board, you know, all, all the stigma of it sort of dropped. And, yeah, we've seen people really adopting those things. And the other thing, not to keep talking about it, but, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of riders will start with the, with the turtle. And then they're like, well, this is great. I feel it's like a safety, like a, like a security blanket. Sort yep. of mentality, and then they're like, "Well, I want something for like when I go on long trips. I want something for like specifically for the cold weather, et cetera, et cetera." So they end up getting just another helite for another occasion. So that it just gives them the latter ability to to move from one product to the next, supplying them with that airbag protection. So it's it that's another thing that's kind of occurred as well, which is great.
1: So on that note, speaking as speaking as a, a big fan of, I, I wear a high vis yellow helite over a high vis orange. Aero stitch for He doesn't them. look
0: like a fireman yeah. at I all.
1: I look completely like I should just stand <laughs> in a construction site and disappear. Um are, is there is there ideas about starting to partner with some of the higher end companies, like you know, the Klims, the Aerostitches, those kind of folks, to start offering some you know, like some put getting that airbag into some of the more upmarket like suits and high end items?
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a great question. And it's something that we, we, we constantly pursue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just have to basically get all the details right. There are things in the works right now, uh, but no announcements even for the next year. So those those sorts of deals, they take a little bit longer. Mm. Uh, a lot of companies are planning, you know, five-year plans ahead in terms of new products. So usually if we begin talks with, with a company to try to integrate this, this airbag technology, it takes some time uh they're they're not gonna be planning to do it that same year, and even mm-hmm. the next year they're like well it it has to hit like a certain deadline mm-hmm. before they can get serious about it. so the, the timeline is always kind of right. elongated you know you, you guys are as seeing as like, about it. Uh,
0: you are seeing like competition now in the market I remember like when we went to aim last year, we saw yeah. various brands that sort of were doing their own airbag built in jacket stuff, yeah. But, yeah, uh,
3: uh, yeah. There, there, there are things that are popping up, which are which is great because I mean we are interested in people, you know, wearing airbag protection. That's that's the most important thing is is getting people to adequately protect themselves. Like I, I always say that, like performance output in the last fifteen years is is pretty pretty in, intense in comparison to the prior thirty, uh, in terms of you know horsepower and torque. So yeah. the performance has gone you know, exponentially expanded safety really hasn't safety still has kind of, you know, there's still, there's still states in the United States that don't have helmet laws, you know, so it's not really kept pace. So I'm glad for the proliferation of all the he light or all the, you know, the airbag technology. That's, that's a good thing. And if we can get a conversation starting about standardization and, you know, incorporation with that stuff on a bigger scale, that's to me, that's, 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 that's positive.
0: Do uh uh in the United States at Maxmoto carry the the Helite, what was it the skirt thing?
1: Oh the the hip the hip protector the hip the hip
3: <laughs> airbag so bag, old people can safe. fall over safely hip safe yes yeah we, we it's not available yet uh there's we we don't really have a, a time frame for it uh there's still I know they're available in Europe but we aren't able to get them over in the United States yet so that's that's still the New United States is way. not ready and for it's, it's, inflatable it's, pants. That's tragic. You know, yeah, I get that question a lot. People want airbag pants. <laughs> I want my pants and to explode. Well, consider my question
1: about the Aero Stitch for a minute, right? If I could have <laughs> yeah. good hip and, you know, like knee protection and not a lot of bulk, you know, I mean, the great, honestly, my favorite thing about the D-Light Vest is I can take whatever shitty back protector is in whatever I have and fucking throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just wear the yeah. vest over. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's great.
3: It, yeah. I, and I, I know that it, that is the form that it would have to, that, it would, that it would really have to be in. It would have to be in a suit, right? So if you wanted, like, inflatable knee protection, hip protection, leg protection, yeah, it would have to be integrated in the suit. But there are certain things that, you know, there are a billion different sor- circumstances and variables that happen in an accident, you know, given speeds and, Jectories angles, all that stuff, so sometimes if you had something on your extremities that provided rigid you know a rigidity mm-hmm. in a certain instance that could be catastrophic right, depending on an impact or something so that it's one of those things where it's it's delicate people are working on it uh it's it's obviously in it's it, it's in the the zeitgeist of the the design and what we can what, what you know, airbag protection can offer. Mm-hmm. But for right now, it's, I, it's always important for me to like kind of state that with a, with an airbag and with a helmet, you are protecting yourself for nearly 60% of the types of accidents that sure. occur regularly in motorcycle accidents. You know, people usually think that the extremities get damaged a lot. It's really head, neck, torso, ribs, those mm. areas, that's, that's nearly 60% of the types of injuries that occur. And then followed by the legs, then the hands and stuff. So it's one of those things where we're kind of, you you get the the big chunk, you know, safe first, and then you can move on. Yeah, go ahead.
0: It's very important to me that I come flying (laughs) off the bike and look like the Michelin Man.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well,
0: I I feel I would be safe.
3: Right, okay, I was going to say, as long as it's safe, (laughs) you know, the look, the look is secondary, you know, right? It should be the function first, maybe, but. I mean, yeah, looking like the Michelin Man's kind of cool.
0: I'm still sad <laughs> I haven't gotten to the point it. where I've thrown myself down that one cliffside that people go sliding down mm-hmm. on a heli Yeah. That's, that's something I still want
3: to
1: try. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to ding up my heli though. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, yeah, I, I, but hopefully, I mean, hopefully it never happens, but yeah, you don't want to you don't want to intentionally deploy well if What well if
0: I slipped at the top yeah. of this cliffside and just went tumbling down and Todd triggered my heelite for me before I lost control.
3: <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I. I don't know. I mean, that'd be worth at least the
0: replacement canister, right? <laughs> that's a very specific set of you, criteria, Chuck.
3: If if what we're getting, yeah, if what we're getting into is an exchange <laughs> about you know you you testing something sliding down the mountainside in exchange for a cartridge, I don't know if I'm totally comfortable with that. I don't want to say anything that could get me in trouble. <laughs> so. <laughs> He's like, we're going to get sued. <laughs> oh no, God. I cannot Yeah, I cannot condone any activity where you intentionally wear the bag and then without riding a motorcycle deploy it by <laughs> jumping off something.
0: How about if I jumped off a moving <laughs> motorcycle?
3: Ah, uh, Yeah, I mean, what, what I'd you be glad for, you're wearing it.
1: What do you have for detection systems to detect if you just forget to put your side stand all the way down and the motorcycle falls over while you're still strapped to it? Asking for a friend, I Steph.
3: Wait what? Wait, yeah. We, yeah, yeah yeah. Like so let's want, let's say
1: hypothetically that say that you showed up at work and you didn't get the kickstand all the way down on your Strom, and it fell over, mm-hmm. and you were still uh, you were still on your leash attached to the Strom, and now you're standing in the garage with your heelite inflated, which has made a big bang and your motorcycle spawn, and everybody's looking at you. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You may need some people. They have delicate egos and they may need therapy <laughs> after the crush. Okay. Just uh, no, checking. fine. It, wow. it it it's happened. I mean, I have plenty of people like you'll have tip overs at red lights or something, or maybe you're like kind of short and you're on a taller bike like a V Strom, like you say, and there's a divot in the road and you put your foot down and totally just swings under the bike and just tip. And you're here like, Pow. It, it, <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I I I get those calls probably one probably one a week where they're like, yeah, I'm not too proud about it, but you know, yeah, I tipped over doing this. Or
0: what's the best know, story you've gotten made. about the best from people calling?
3: Yeah, well, I would, I wouldn't say the best. Like, yeah, I mean, there are funny stories where it's like cute, where it's like a tip over. Um, but there was a story recently, and I, I I posted it to our social media, where a a rider was wearing a heelite, and I think I mean they 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 don't remember the accident because of how terrible it was. They were coming back from like Las Vegas, so on the West Coast, and it was nighttime, and I I, I assume they fell asleep because they went across the center line and then head on hit the divider on the other side of the freeway at like 70 miles an hour which is terrifying this is like a this is like a 7 year old man as well like a
0: hit the con- so, concrete divider
3: yeah so the concrete divider it wasn't it wasn't in the center line of the freeway it was like a two lane highway mm. he oh, okay. crossed over that and it started So where he hit is where it started on the other side Okay. and he flew. I mean, he, he, he was wearing a, he was wearing an adventure jacket and it was, it was really bad. The the paramedics and the police um, on the police report, they were waiting for a DOA when they arrived and he, he had a broken leg and that is the extent. So he came away unscathed for the most part, something that would probably most certainly be fatal had he not been wearing, you know, that sort of protection. So, wow wait yeah
0: that's a downer yeah. zach i feel sad when now.
3: i yeah i know I didn't, I didn't i didn't mean to get heavy on you but it's when i saw the police report when i can see like what the police officer had drawn you know for the diagram i it was as a motorcyclist i was i was chilled basically
1: wow. you're like no uh you just doodled that that didn't really happen <laughs> why, why did you draw a skull and crossbones why is
3: he wearing a cape
1: <laughs> is that a <laughs> penis he was a really good artist,
3: to be honest.
0: You're the worst cop ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So, yeah, like I said, not the best. Not It's it's not a fun story, but I think it's important so what's to talk the, about uh, when,
0: when you're done know, stuff. How much is the Turtle 2 going
3: for? It's going to be the same price point as the the Turtle 1 right now. So, 679 for the high-vis and 659 for... The black turtle oh, vest, okay. and we're also there's also going to be a couple of other colors available. Um, what I'm really excited for is the the high vis orange that we are going to have a little bit later on. It looks great, and I'm not even a high vis person myself, but it looks, looks great. <laughs> yeah, it looks. It's a really they 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 picked a good uh, they picked a good Pantone for this high vis orange.
1: Wow, well, that that seems that's yeah. that seems. I mean, there, you can get a rise from more than that, but I think I think we can do slightly better. I think maybe our listeners should go over to Helite and possibly use some sort of discount code, maybe like Wheel Nerds and get
3: a little off. I think that's a great idea. That seems reasonable. Yeah. W- okay. Wheel Nerds, all capital, all one word.
1: Yeah. At yeah. HeliteMoto.com. That
3: that's Let's a great idea.
1: HeliteMoto.com. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Zach, thanks so much for being on with us tonight, man.
3: I appreciate it, yeah. I mean, what you guys do is great, and I'm, I'm so yeah, glad okay, to be able to, uh,
1: to do this. <laughs> kidding, kidding. She's on to different things, and Zach has a new gig. And, hey, these vests, seriously, I got to say, dude, like the, the comfort improvement in the Turtle 2 is freaking phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it felt like I wasn't wearing the
1: vest at Oh, all. yeah, exactly. It's it like nothing. We're, the old Turtle you really knew you were wearing because it had that hard back and it wasn't bad like it was still more comfortable than like you know something with a big crappy back protector in it yeah um definitely more protection but the new one has the you know the semi flexible like back the
0: kind of stuff yeah. yeah
1: and then and then the improved collar and the collar is just so fucking good and the whole thing
0: is collar. just slimmer
1: yeah. sleeker yeah the whole thing is just a much more kind of sleek experience i i am really just pleased to punch with it
0: i like the the extra can storage mm. that was cuz mine were just rolling around
1: Oh Jeez. yeah, I have I have one in the I have one in the sidecar and one in the pet carrier. Yeah, huh. pet carrier. Yeah, the pet carrier under the seat of the Vespa. Oh, there's a little my. tub under okay. the seat with a great big sticker on it that says no pets. Uh huh. So the Vespa community naturally has named it the pet carrier. They drilled some holes. No, they just call it the pet carrier. Someone has to do it. <laughs> Someone has to actually put it to. See, miss. I'm thinking somebody already did. Someone must have. Somebody put their purse dog in there. Oh yeah. Because
0: you've seen the backpacks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So someone must have oh, done yes. it. Put the little drill a hole, put a plastic bubble, mm-hmm. put it the head, just be like, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm thinking of most dogs I've seen. And like, you know, we looked at we looked at one dog who was this little ro- ro- low rider, like wiener dog mix of some sort. Yeah. Totally sweet little dog. If he's still going, looking, we may pick him up when we come back from our vacation. Hmm. But. Uh, he was too happy to be inside a backpack inside a bubble. Like, he'd want to have his head sticking out. Yeah. Granted, this dog would then hurl himself out, but you know. <laughs> eh. The whole being inside a bubble. The, I just don't get it. The new helites are definitely. The new helites are great. Dog like bubbles em. aside. No dog yeah. bubble equipped, but.
0: Definitely look
1: into a helite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use our code. Use the code. Wheel nerds. Hard to remember, right? Yeah. What? I don't know. Mm. We have mail.
0: Yay! junkie from creative writing here your last episode with robert Pandya was pretty awesome Aw, he's a really cool guy in general as you know and i could listen to him talk all day about what's important versus what the industry is doing his insight and years of insider experience is what the industry needs to build the bridge between non-writers and writers i love licking his taint every single time i meet him at all of the ims shows the vibe is always about trying to get existing riders to be wild by your offerings and updated stats every couple of years. Last year was the first time that he actually let me do it. But now that there's a movement to include non-riders or to get existing riders to try something new, I can't wait to slobber on him even more. <laughs> this is a weird tangent, but why is Chuck shirtless at the end of my bed punching me in the dick? This is a weird turn of events, and it doesn't count because A, you lost, and B, that's not a review on our review site. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, see you ass hats on the flip side or the dark side when I put car tires on my turbocharged CL 125 sidecar. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and promptly explode. Yep. Signed, so- Junkie Turdman, executive producer, host, talent wrangler, motorcycle content editor, horse thief, senior studio production executive, creative writing motorcycle podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I was actually, I, I really, I dug the Robert interview too. I, yeah, I was, cool. I, I went into that, like prepared to be super skeptical.
0: It was and, a very surprising turn. Yeah. That
1: he, he really, got, I think he hooked both of us. The dude knows his shit. Yeah. He really, you know, he's, he's not, not just blowing smoke, which he, I thought was really cool. Yeah. It's, it's ma-
0: I want to make it a point to go to IMS this year and hmm. hunt him down. Just
1: to, yeah. See what they're doing. Run into junkie. Mm hmm. Kissing ride. his butt. ride. Ride a zero at uh twelve miles an hour. Yeah. Turning right. <laughs> Into all the I barrels. thought it was left. Left
0: would be the non-crashy.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, okay. That's right. Left is the not crash direction. Wheel nerds. <laughs> Wheel nerds turn right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I only know how to turn right. Does this have a reverse?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go against traffic. It's cool.
1: <laughs> Don't worry, everything will be fine. <laughs> I am a professional. Hmm. That moment when two of the students in a class are going towards each other, and you're like, oh, shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I won't be saying that, because I'll be wearing a (laughs) heelite. That's cheating.
1: (laughs) And? Just saying. What have you learned, Todd? I've learned that apparently I don't have as much sheep on my motorcycle as I could. What
0: have you learned? I've learned that this is probably going to be the last IMS they let me in.
1: That's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next time.
0: You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website,
1: www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Help. write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.